This episode is brought to you by Dr. Jen Natural Toothpaste, a toothpaste like no other. There is nothing more important than fresh breath and dental wellness. We've even done episodes on it. And we are so happy to have Dr. Jen Natural Toothpaste as a sponsor of the Courageous Wellness Podcast. Dr. Jen Natural Toothpaste is a toothpaste created by a real dentist using nourishing and natural ingredients proven to remineralize tooth enamel to prevent decay. The founder, Dr. Jen, isn't just someone who got an idea and made a toothpaste. She's a highly trained and experienced dental professional. As a mom of three kids and a dentist, she knows how important it is to provide safe, natural, and healthy products for our long-term health and development. This is what started her on the quest to find a natural toothpaste that actually works. After not seeing an adequate toothpaste available, she took on the challenge to satisfy this gap. Bringing in her prior experience as an engineer and working alongside chemists, she created the ultimate natural toothpaste using clinically proven ingredients to strengthen teeth. We are huge fans of the yummy toothpaste with ingredients that are good for you and the environment. All products are also made from sustainable ingredients and biodegradable materials. If you want to try Dr. Jen natural toothpaste, you can save 10% with code CWPODCAST, one word at checkout, when you visit www.drjennatural.com. That's www.drjennatural.com. All information can also be found in our show notes. podcast about individual journeys within wellness and how to navigate it all. After Ali experienced a cancer diagnosis in her 20s and Erica went through a self-love journey, we created a platform to interview real people from all walks of life that have combined all types of practices. From physical wellness to emotional and spiritual, we hear courageous stories and focus on why it's important to share them. We are both certified integrative nutrition health coaches and together with our community are learning to live our most purposeful lives by sharing one courageous story at a time. It takes courage to share these journeys and by talking about them, we aim to destigmatize the process. We want you to be your own health advocate, feel educated and informed on the latest in health and wellness and empower you to feel your absolute best. And because we want to bring forth a wide variety of stories, the opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect our own, but we hope the diverse and varied stories will empower you to make the best choices for your own life. So join us as we and our community share our courageous wellness. This episode is brought to you by Ned. Let's talk about CBD. The CBD market feels really saturated these days, doesn't it? It seems like you can get it at any coffee shop or grocery store, and many CBD brands actually source their hemp from industrial hemp farms in China. The brand that we love, and more importantly, the brand that we trust is Ned. Ned produces some of the highest quality CBD available in the world, and Erica and I only partner with brands that we ourselves use. 
Ned shares third-party lab reports, who farms their products, and their extraction process all right there on their website. Ned is also USDA certified organic with all products extracted from USDA certified organic hemp plants grown by an independent farmer named Jonathan in Peonia, Colorado. How's that for knowing exactly where your CBD comes from? We have both been longtime users of Ned. I rely on the full spectrum hemp oil to help with anxiety and the hormone balance blend has been a game changer as I transitioned off of birth control. And today we want to talk about Ned's new product, which has been in development for over a year, the de-stress blend. I've gone through two bottles since it's come out and I could not be more obsessed with the benefits and the effects. This one-to-one formula of CBD and CBG is made from the world's purest full spectrum hemp and check out these ingredients. CBG is known as the mother of all cannabinoids because of how effective it is at combating anxiety and stress by inhibiting the reuptake of GABA, the neurotransmitter responsible for stress regulation. Ashwagandha is an amazing Ayurvedic adaptogen that enhances your body's resilience to stress. And the delicious taste of this blend is thanks to the botanical infusion of cardamom and cinnamon. Cinnamon is a powerful prebiotic that supports your gut health a key player in your mental health and cardamom combats stress by helping reduce your blood pressure and cortisol levels. Also Ned's quality speaks for itself. The products have over 1500 five-star reviews and they work with incredible partners within the medical field, like Dr. Carolyn Leaf, Dr. Christian Gonzalez, and Dr. Will Cole, who has been a two-time guest on this podcast. If you'd like to give Ned a try, Courageous Wellness listeners get 15% off Ned products with the code CWPODCAST. Visit helloned.com slash CWPODCAST to get access. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com forward slash CWPODCAST to get 15% off. Thank you, Ned, for sponsoring the show and offering our listeners a natural remedy for some of life's most common health issues. You can also find a link in our show notes. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Courageous Wellness. Allie and I are feeling a little spicy today. So um, yeah, we're also recording this a little bit in the future because we will both be out of town and on different international trips, which is pretty neat. So we'll talk about that when we're back. Um, but we have a really great conversation with Caitlin David today, who really actually inspired me to clean up my routine in a non-scary way, as I mentioned in her formal intro in a second. But, you know, today we talk a lot about like low tox living and, I know Allie and I talk a lot about how like we pick and choose, right? Like a, what's important to us and a, what we can do. Cause there's, there's so much in the environment, environmental toxins, household toxins, food, et cetera, et cetera. So we, we pick and choose, but, um, I don't know what it was about this conversation, but after this conversation, I think it also kind of corresponded with me needing to restock my makeup. Like I needed new makeup. And so I decided to make all my products clean and a couple things I did <laughs> and I'm going to pass it to you, Allie, but I, I've, I got, um, new makeup that includes, I've always liked Ilya is a brand of clean beauty and Ilya. I've been using their mascara for a long time, but I, bought their bronzer, which I'm really enjoying some lip products. I'm really enjoying another mascara that I'm really enjoying. And 
there. And then Beauty Counter, which I know you've been using for years, Allie, yeah. and we're not affiliated with them. We don't sell for them or anything, but they're a clean beauty brand. And I bought their foundation, concealer, and blush. Mm-hmm. And I don't think my skin's ever looked better. I love it so much. I also bought the Beauty Counter mascara, which I like, but it's really, I'm I'm really low maintenance actually for as high maintenance as I am in other areas. I'm really low maintenance in like my beauty and skincare. And um, like, I like it to be simple. And as much as I like the Beauty Counter mascara, it takes a long, you like need makeup remover to take it off. Oh, it doesn't just sure. wash off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Caitlin really inspired all that. Yeah. So thank Caitlin's you. Caitlin's great. <laughs> and we'll get to the episode shortly. And I guess since it's sort of like on topic for the, for the episode and some of the stuff that we talked to her about, and I have to say just like, she really, um, I think approaches all this stuff, like in a very practical, realistic, not too, um, not too high maintenance kind of way, but, mm-hmm. um, we'll elaborate that on that in, in her, com- in our conversation with her. But one of the, um, one of the products that I really, really have been enjoying is Vintner's daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, they sent us some beautiful product and we actually do have a link for some free shipping. If you're interested in Vintner's free, daughter, free two day shipping, two day which shipping. is exciting. Yeah. yeah. And they are, to be honest, like a little bit higher of a price point than I would typically spend. However, there's two steps in it. Talking about I like love it. Mm-hmm. And it lasts a really long time. It lasts for months and months. So when you then, when then I was like trying to compare it to like how many other steps of other products, it was like, I just, I just. I really love it. I've seen a huge difference in my skin, especially with the serum. I know you started, you found the serum years ago. Yeah. I've been using it for like five years on it, like way before we ever um, were so generously gifted with some product, which was incredible. Um, but yeah, I've been using it and buying it myself for years because it's that good. And it's, it's luxurious. I it's mean. luxurious. It makes your skin glow and it's, um, it's clean. It's all natural. It's botanicals and it's so good for you on, on brand. And so I'm glad you love it too. Cause I now it. I, now Allie and I are. So like- I just use like a milk and honey cleanser. And then I just use the Vintner's daughters, the, um, essence and the serum. And then you can put like a sunblock on. I usually use like a beauty counter sunblock, or if you want a little tinted something, um, I have beauty I- counter too. Cause I've just used it for so long. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so great. And so if you do want to try Vintner's Daughter, um, we can give you two day free shipping on any of the products. And I think they have like little sample sizes you can buy if you want to try it, but you're like, you're going to love it. It's so good. And, um, it works that the serum, I love both steps, but the botanical serum is, is the, is a life changing product. Um, and same, and I use the super goop, um, tinted, like the super goop glow screen, I think is what it's called. And I get that on milk and honey too. And, um, the gel cleanser from milk and honey is what I use as I well. The so gel cleanser. If you know, this episode is sponsored by milk and honey, and it's so on brand with this episode because milk and honey is a line of hyper clean products, female founded, female funded based out of Austin, Texas, but their online boutique really curates hyper clean products as well. So they really vet what they sell. And so it does include brands like Kula Sun Care, Virtue, Super Goop, Moon Juice, um, you know, Osea Malibu. And 
yeah, it, it's it's really great. They even have TheraBody products too. If you're mm. looking for that, I love my TheraGun. Um, but you can save twenty percent at the Milk and Honey online boutique um, with code CW podcast. And the Milk and Honey line is incredible too. I've used so many of their products, and um, yeah, they also have spas that you can save twenty percent at med spa treatments or just regular spa treatments like massages and facials and body treatments same code CW podcast. And all of this is in our show notes, but, um, yeah, clean beauty, but yeah, Caitlin really inspired me. I was like, so thank you, Caitlin. Cause now I'm using like all my makeup is Ilya and beauty counter. So I'm really, it's taken me a long time. I know Allie's been on this train. Yes. I was using, I've been using Bittner's daughter for years, but that was like the only natural product that I was using. So, um, yeah, you've been on this train for a lot longer. So yeah, just for hormone health, which will Caitlin will talk about today too. So let's like get let's into do it. Let's get, get, into, get the into the episode. episode. So um, today on the podcast, we have conversation with Caitlin David, mother of two daughters and a holistic fertility and pregnancy coach and low tox living and clean beauty expert. Caitlin spent most of her life facing health issues with little to no answer. And in this conversation, Caitlin takes us through her own healing journey, and we talk in depth about low tox living. Today, Caitlin helps women feel empowered to take ownership of their health and create a healthy family and living environment. It was such a great conversation. And as I mentioned, it really inspired me in a non-scary way to clean up my own routines and live a more low tox life. So enjoy the episode and you can always get in touch at Instagram at Courageous Wellness. Tag us and let us know what you think. And if you enjoy this episode, don't forget to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So enjoy the episode. This episode is sponsored by Milk and Honey. Milk and Honey began as a luxury day spa in Austin, Texas, and has since grown to include eight locations across Texas and Los Angeles, California, as well as a line of bath, body and skincare born from the spa milk and honey sources and uses the safest possible ingredients in both their spa treatments and product lines, which means both choosing organic and making thoughtful informed choices on safe ingredients. I recently went to their Brentwood location to treat myself to a spa day. In addition to having a wonderful and deeply therapeutic massage, I really appreciated how peaceful and relaxing the spa environment is. The lounge that is available for guests pre and post treatments felt like a little sanctuary and retreat away from the outside hustle and bustle of LA. We are so excited to now be able to offer our listeners a discount at all milk and honey spas, including both LA locations in Culver City and Brentwood. We are even more excited to partner with them to offer a spa package called the Courageous Wellness Retreat, a 60-minute milk and honey signature massage, which is a Swedish massage tailored to your needs, focusing on relaxation and stress relief combined with body brushing, an exfoliating and detoxifying treatment that uses a natural bristle brush that you get to take home to stimulate your lymph and circulation while also reviving dull skin. And for all our listeners in any location, their online boutique offers products from the Milk and Honey line and from other top brands, including Osea Malibu, Supergoop, Virtue, Moonjuice, Kula Sun Care, and more. Courageous Wellness listeners can enjoy 20% off your next order at milkandhoney.com 
and 20% off your first spa service at any milk and honey location with code CW podcast, visit milk and to find a location near you. And if you want to try the courageous wellness spa package at a special discounted rate, use the code courageous wellness retreat to redeem. This is not able to be combined with any other discount or promotion. And you can find all this information in our show notes. We are so excited to offer our listeners a new discount to one of the best probiotic supplements on the market, Seed. If you are a regular listener of the podcast, then you know that Allie and I are both very serious when it comes to the importance of gut health and building a thriving microbiome. I personally have been using seed for close to a year now and have noticed a big difference in my digestion and bloating. I am devoted to taking seed every single morning before food, and I'm really excited to share their daily symbiotic with our audience. The formulation of the daily symbiotic combines a probiotic and prebiotic is vegan and gluten-free and includes 24 clinically studied naturally occurring strains, not found in yogurt or fermented foods and beverages, and lives up to the highest standards for human and planetary health. Yes. And in addition to being a really reliable probiotic and prebiotic supplement, Seed is committed to creating science-based education for all those that partner with them through accountable advertising at Seed University. This is where we are all committed to not spreading misinformation about health on the internet. Pretty important, right? Also, I personally love their commitment to sustainability with a refill system and all recyclable or biodegradable packaging materials. Erica and I only advertise products that we use and feel are of benefit to us and by extension could be of value to our community as well. If you would like to order Seed Daily Symbiotics to incorporate into your own gut health routine, go to seed.com and use the code COURAGEOUS15 at checkout for 15% off or click on the link in our show notes. Welcome, Caitlin. Thank you so much for joining the podcast today. We are very excited to have this conversation with you. And so as we begin, can you share a little bit about your personal journey to wellness and how you got to where you are today? Sure. Hi, I'm Caitlin, and I'm happy to be here today. Um, Yeah, so looking back, I've really kind of struggled with some various chronic issues my whole life, but I would consider myself a pretty healthy person. I grew up in a household where my mom really focused on nutrition and cooking at home and not having kind of bad things in the house. Um, So I always thought of myself as a healthy person. Um, But I also was dealing with issues like eczema, allergies, yeast infections, um, eventually breaking out into hives out of nowhere um, my whole life. And it was just kind of like Band-Aid after Band-Aid after Band-Aid and no real answers. And I just kind of accepted it as like, this is how life is. And when I was in my 20s, I, like I said, was breaking out into hives all over my body could not figure out why I was going to every allergist and what we found out ultimately or what I even found out on my own from my own research is that it was actually a side effect from a medication I was using for my eczema so I had like a management plan let's say to kind of deal with the eczema rather than getting to that root cause 
And um, that ultimately made me kind of sicker or having more more side effects. Um, so, you know, even though I found that out, again, it was still like just moving on, moving forward. And um, when I had my first daughter, when she was about six weeks old, we kind of just knew something was off. She wasn't wanting to really breastfeed. She would scream at the top of her lungs in the middle of the night during the day. Um, ultimately, she ended up having um, blood in her stool and we started to learn about dairy and soy intolerances. And then she was breaking out in eczema all over her body. And honestly, I just felt like, okay, history is repeating itself here. This is a lot of the stuff that I dealt with, but on a much greater scale. Um, and lucky enough, we were able to kind of manage it over time, over the years. She's almost nine now, but it would come and go. And I just thought to myself, this time we're getting to the bottom of this. Like, I'm not going to feel defeated. We are going to really figure out what's going on so she doesn't have to, to live this way. And I like to call them like little awakenings along the way. Um, a friend reached out to me about a safer skincare company at the time. Uh, I think she was probably, my daughter's maybe like three years old at this point, and I had no idea. It was like safer skincare. What are you talking about? She's like, the personal care product industry is unregulated and there's toxins in our products that are harming our health. I'm like what? I had no idea. Um, so I started to research it and learn more and more and realized this was a mission that I needed to get behind. And if I didn't know, I'm sure there was other mothers and women that didn't know either. And so that was kind of my first kind of step into it. And honestly, I felt so incredibly naive because my eyes were opened up to like a whole nother world of environmental toxins, but also just the way we treat our environment overall and how plastics are affecting our environment, all of that. Um, so although I felt very naive, I also felt like, okay, I'm learning a lot and I'm educating others and let's just take it baby steps. Um, it's been about five years now that I've been on this like low tox journey. And along the way, I just kept on having more of these little awakenings. And I think the biggest point for me was when I learned that environmental toxins impact us generation over generation through our wombs, actually up to three generations. Even when I say it now, I'm still like astounded by it. It all made sense though. Like this is why my daughter has this. This is why I had this. And yes, we can say it's genetics, but it's also us passing these toxins down. And I would learn about research about cord blood that was tested for toxins and things like that. Um, so it really just made me more, more and more passionate and particularly became more passionate about the time period of women that are trying to conceive and become moms because that's when we really can make the most impact. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for sharing your journey. And you know, it's always, it's not always, but most of the time chatting with people that like really get into certain work that they feel incredibly like mission driven in or passionate about. It's oftentimes through their own personal journeys and experiences, like you said, with the eczema and, um, and the different, and the, gosh, the hives I've been there with the allergies and man, that's, that can be pretty brutal. And, um, but as you said, discovering, like having these mini awakenings and kind of broadening your education in, in the sense of your own journey, but then 
understanding like what that's like as we all become more exposed to this information, it's also pretty empowering. And um, I know I remember that I, I don't have any biological children, but um, I remember when I was in hormone health courses for after we completed our integrative um, nutrition certification, I went back and did sort of like advanced hormone health and learning about um, fertility, the, the, the time prior to conception was so fascinating to me. So I understand now too, like in your work, how um, both like, yes, once you're maybe expecting and going through that and understanding you want to like a low tox kind of environment for your fetus and baby to develop in. Um, but then also what we, what we can do for our own bodies prior to even that process. So I'm curious, like, how do you, you know, you have this approach to holistic fertility. How do you help people? Um, where do you start with them? If they perhaps haven't been exposed to the, like, like you said, like they, they don't have an awareness of what, even these environmental toxins can do to our hormones and, and setting ourselves up for, you know, um, supporting a fertility journey. Yeah. So I think it all goes back to education, right. And awareness. Um, and unfortunately most of us don't seek out help in a lot of these areas until there's a problem. So most of the women that I speak to are already seeing maybe an issue with getting pregnant uh, or they've had some miscarriages, maybe they're having a tough pregnancy. Um, I know a lot of women, I know myself included, didn't really worry about anything until I was actually pregnant. I mean, before it was like, take a prenatal vitamin and, um, you know, try not to drink as much, you know, or, and then once you're pregnant, it was like, avoid these foods. But I didn't know, you know, I shouldn't be using certain laundry detergents and cleaning products and things like that. So I think, you know, one of my missions is really to be educating all the time about this so that hopefully the preconception time period becomes more important. And I like to um, think about it as an analogy of like planning your wedding, right? Like a lot of us plan for a year at least we take a year of time and there's so much detail that goes into that why don't we spend the same amount of time and effort on planning for a pregnancy we you know i know i just got off birth control and thought okay i'm gonna get time to get pregnant i'm gonna get pregnant now and even though i was able to get pregnant naturally it didn't happen like that for me it took a good number of months for my body to regulate, my um, my cycles to regulate, to actually even try to conceive. Um, so really thinking about what we can do before and becoming more aware of women's health, right? Like a lot of us don't even really know how our cycle works and me included, like I, you know, I'm in my late thirties and I just started learning about this stuff, which it's kind of crazy, but most people, we don't know a lot of that ahead of time. So I think if you're not even, if you're listening and you're not even thinking about having a baby yet or anytime soon, it's starting to be aware of what you're using in your everyday life now so that when you are, if you are, even if you're not sure if you're going to ever conceive, any change that you make is going to positively impact your health, no matter whether you decide to have a child or not. Yeah. 
I am in 2021. So it's been, um, you know, a little over a year now, but I, in May, at the end of May in 2021, I went off of the birth control pill for the first time in a decade. And I've had, um, a great experience going off of it again. Like I feel very fortunate that I wasn't masking other symptoms aside from using it to prevent pregnancy. Um, but I feel like, as you're saying, like I was, um, 32, I guess in May of 2021, I don't know how old I am anymore. I never knew tangent how that was possible until I entered my thirties and maybe it's the pandemic, but I like literally have no idea how old I am anymore. Um, but back to what I was saying, I I was in my early thirties and I was just starting to learn about my cycle after a decade on the birth control pill. And so it is really interesting. And another thing, as you're talking to, it's so funny because I feel like whenever I've had these conversations, it's like we start really thinking about and caring for, right? Like, how are we going to take care of this baby that's inside of us that we're growing? But I feel like we should always care about ourselves the same way, right? Like we're always thinking um, or hearing about like how to take care of yourself for the baby or then for the child. Um, but yeah, we should just be taking care of ourselves that way. Cause we're just as important. And I think what you said, um, earlier that I'd love if you could like expand on and explore how the womb, right? Like the, the toxins that we have will affect up to three generations. Can you expand on that too? Cause I just sure. like, I had never heard of that. And I think that's really interesting. Um, yeah, yeah I just like, wait, I need to, I need to and learn more about this. Sometimes you need to see a graphic to really visualize it. And there are some out there I can send you guys. Um, but essentially when you think back to your grandma, when your grandmom was pregnant with your mom, your mom already had all of the eggs that she will ever have in her lifetime. Cause you, as women, we have those, you know, immediately um, when we're conceived. So essentially your grandmom, anything she's being exposed to is then being passed down to her daughter, who is your mom in her womb. And then um, your mom has uh, all of her eggs, which one of them eventually would be you in her, in her. So that's how all of these toxins are being passed down and why when a baby is born, we're seeing that there's so many toxins in the cord blood. And I think it's pretty known now that the placenta doesn't actually, isn't like a wall or a barrier to all things, which is why, you know, um, you know, like smoking cigarettes and drinking alcohol to a certain extent is not encouraged because those things are going through the placenta, but now we're seeing environmental toxins as well. So that's kind of how that works and how that pass down effect works. Um, And I think it's an accumulation too. So, you know, beyond me, I wouldn't say that like my mom had a lot of these issues, but I'm seeing it magnified in my daughter, for example. Right. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I I've seen those, those graphics and they're really cool when you think about it, because it's like, yeah, all, all the eggs, female people with female biology are born with their eggs, um, which would have been in their grandmothers basically. (laughs) Um, so it's, yeah, it's very, it's very cool. I did read something too recently where, uh, I don't remember where it was, but it was like with testing, like, I don't know how, what the percentage of births now 
were um, showing like plastics Mm, and it it just is like, oh, like babies. Yeah. Plastics exposure to plastics in their system. And it's just like, oh, it's, it's, uh, it's scary. This episode is brought to you by NYX, a sustainable and natural mouthwash that aims to eliminate single-use plastic waste while using the highest quality natural ingredients to create a mouthwash that is both gentle on you and gentle on our planet. We are big fans of NYX, so much so that I recently brought it with me on my trip to France. NYX is gentle and effective, utilizing real ingredients with health benefits like peppermint oil and aloe vera. They have nixed the harsh chemicals, alcohol, synthetic additives, and preservatives that pollute your body and our waterways. Instead, leaving us with a natural mouthwash that really works is good for you and good for the planet. Each year, over 500 million plastic mouthwash bottles end up in landfills. That's enough to wrap around the earth three times. This is why NYX is dedicated to nixing single-use plastic through eco-friendly mouthwash crystals. The mouthwash crystals are lightweight and reduce carbon emissions from shipping. It's so incredible. By choosing NYX, you're keeping yourself and mother nature healthy and clean. They also donate 10% of profits to nonprofits that tackle environmental issues and help underprivileged children receive adequate dental care in the U.S. and abroad. There is so much to love about NYX as a company and a product. Fresh Breath is just the top of it. And we know you're going to love it as much as we do. If you want to try NYX, you can save 25% off your first order when you visit NYXmouthwash.com. That's N-I-X-mouthwash.com and use code CWPODCAST, one word at checkout. You can also find the direct link in our show notes. Because I think when we talk about these topics sometimes, in the way that I think this applies in nutrition stuff too, it can feel very overwhelming for someone who might be new to this journey, or it can feel very um, like inaccessible or just like, where do I start? And does doing something, is doing something better than doing everything? Because I think it's a journey. And once you like become aware of this information, it can be like, oh shit, this is kind of scary. Like, let me get rid of everything. And then it's like hyper, you know, you're stressed out, which isn't good because that (laughs) also can create health and hormone imbalances. Um, so if I'm working with you, how do you suggest beginning this process? If someone is new to it? Yeah. Yeah. So I first just want to say when we are talking about like environmental toxins and what are they doing? Cause I think a lot of times people are like, oh, well, if I'm switch on my products, is that really going to do anything? Um, and the answer is yes. Like this is all science back. There's a ton of research behind it, but unfortunately like laws have not been passed and we're just not there. Um, so this is, you know, this is real. And over time you will get rid of these things out of your body. I will also say that many of these chemicals are called everywhere chemicals for a reason. We all have a toxic body burden and we're never going to eliminate that body burden completely. The idea is to lower it. And also people could say, well, I've never had any of these issues, right? So I'm, I'm probably fine. 
Well, it depends on different timing in your life and everyone's body is different, right? So, you know, maybe you had somebody had an exposure at a really young age where they were more susceptible to change to their hormones and then they're not seeing it until much later in their life. Um, so again, every single person has these chemicals and these toxins in their bodies. There's actually testing you can have done. You can have environmental toxin testing done to see your levels. But the idea is how can we decrease them? And so, yes, you can't get rid of everything. We can't go crazy. I've been doing this for five years and I still have things in my house. I very much love the 80-20 rule for this. That's 80% of the time I try to live what we call a low-tox lifestyle. It's low-tox because, again, we're lowering the toxic burden. We are not eliminating it. And 20% of the time, we do what we have to do. We live life. Um, you know, as you said, it's important to still have joy, especially if you are trying to conceive. Stress, anxiety around trying to conceive is probably once one of the largest contributors to not being able to conceive. Um, so I really believe in still finding that joy and starting small. I love a good checklist, I don't know about you guys, but, um, and I love to look at it as our house and how we operate in our house and maybe look at it from room to room. So a great place to start might be your bathroom where you're putting a ton of personal care products on your body every single day and just start being aware of it. Not even saying, oh, this product's toxic, this one isn't. Just writing down, what do I use every single morning? Deodorant, I brush my teeth, I wash my face, I put lotion on, maybe I put mascara on, whatever it is. Um, I think the average woman uses like 26 products every day. Um, so just making that list and then we can start diving into looking at the products and seeing which ones we really need to um, get rid of. And I'm also not telling anyone to go throw out their bottle of shampoo, right? Like use that, but then the next time you need to buy it, let's find a safer product for you. And that's what's so great about the consumable products. Makeup is one that I might more encourage you to throw out just because a lot of us hold on to makeup for 10, 12, 15 years um, if we haven't used it. So that was a, a big part of what I did was to kind of get rid of that makeup. Um, but the one ingredient that I always tell everyone to start with looking for is fragrance and to see if that's on the ingredient label and particularly if it says fragrance parfum because it's a loophole and manufacturers don't actually have to list what's in fragrance because it's essentially a trade secret and ingredients like formaldehyde and other hormone disrupting um, ingredients phthalates is a big one tied to infertility are in these fragrances and they're completely unregulated so if you really do love a nice scent, which many of us do, and it's hard to part with, there are a lot of products now that utilize essential oils or more plant-based ingredients to create a scent. And some even will say like natural fragrance. I would even then ask if they don't list it out because transparency is key. If a company doesn't want to be transparent, then I don't necessarily want to shop with them. So I would say definitely start making that list and then start looking for fragrance. I think that's like the easiest one to eliminate immediately.
Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. It's, um, it's so interesting. It's, it's similar to food, right? Like the importance of knowing ingredients or like being educated on ingredients so that you can make the best choice for yourself instead of just thinking everything's okay. And then later finding out it's not. And, um, yeah, again, the, the list of ingredients that are banned in other countries in comparison to the United States in food and beauty products is just, um, it's very long. It's actually very long. Um, and something you said too, about, right. Like even people who think they're fine, right. Or they're not having issues, or maybe they don't want, um, children or they're like, this isn't going to affect me. I feel fine. It, It made me think of like, a lot of people's definition of fine, I think is really interesting because I think a lot of people have gotten used to not feeling well. And I've worked with so many clients and I've talked to so many friends who have been like, yeah, I feel fine. I don't have, especially in the realm of like food or like, I don't have any food intolerances. I feel fine when I eat X, Y, and Z. And then you explore a little deeper and you're like, are you pooping every day? like, no, I don't poop. I poop like twice a week. And you're like, well, that's not fine. Right. So I wonder too, how many people are feeling the environmental toxins or the toxins from their product, maybe in the form of like brain fog or, um, some sort of discomfort and they're, uh, they're not, they don't realize it. Right. And I think, you know, especially Ali and I as health coaches, I find after working with people in food, if that's not really changing things, um, that's always where we go next. It's like, okay, let's like really look at environmental toxins because that could be really impacting our health. And um, yeah, I just find it really interesting that like concept of like, well, I feel fine, but we've gotten so I think away as a culture of what fine feels like what actually is fine, right. Or livable. So just something I was thinking as you were talking, but another thing that leads to a question is, um, right. Like you mentioned, and I love on your website, right. Like you talk about how like the word healthy has now become like this very daunting, like, what does it mean to be healthy? And as we've talked about, like stress can be the worst thing, as you even mentioned, like not being able to conceive, like a catch 22 stress is terrible (laughs) for conception, but not being able to conceive is very stressful. So how do you encourage people to find that joy, right? Like what is kind of, what have you found as the antidote or something people can really work through when they're feeling stressed about maybe fertility struggles and just kind of like this overwhelm? Yeah. So what I found is that we really need to also incorporate like what I call like a self-care foundation. And a lot of that comes with a mindfulness practice, a meditation practice, because it is overwhelming, even if you're not dealing with infertility. But most people, again, if they're on like a low tox journey, they're having some type of ailment, whether it's infertility, an allergy, cancer, something else. So they already are dealing with a lot. So it can be extremely overwhelming. So I thought to myself, well, what, what have I done during all this? And it really has been creating a morning routine for myself and getting educated on mindfulness tools that I can use at any point. 
And even as just being a mom, you know, like there's stressful moments where I've lashed out on my kids and I'm so grateful now, I didn't always have this, to have these practices that I can utilize and also pass down. So again, mindfulness is something that once you learn it, you're going to have it always, no matter where your your journey goes. Um, one thing that I think is so important is that we don't want to actually suppress those feelings, those feelings of negativity or sadness. Those need to be recognized, but we don't want them to inhibit us in our whole life, right? So if you're dealing with infertility, this could be all consuming. It could start affecting your relationships, your work, um, whether you're working out or not, whether you go out and just have joy with some friends. So you need to acknowledge the emotions and confront them, but then also be able to find joy in other areas of life. And I know that's easier said than done. So I think that creating a meditation practice is a great one. And it's a ritual that you'll start to look forward to. And even if it's five minutes a day, it's better than 20 minutes once a week because you create that habit and that consistency. And again, you'll start to see that joy coming into your life. And aside from meditation, another part of the self-care foundation that I encourage is um, journaling. Mm. It's actually my favorite tool. Um, I love gratitude journaling and journaling prompts, but even just to get started, just do a brain dump. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day or in the morning, uh, especially if your mind's spinning, just get it all out on the page. And that's another great way to confront those emotions and not suppress them, but maybe not let them into every other part of your life. Yeah. I just heard something on TikTok. I'm pretty sure it was TikTok that said, if you don't feel your feelings, you become them. And that hit me so hard. I was like, damn TikTok. <laughs> like that's true. <laughs> um, but but you're saying, it. right? Like it's <laughs> no, right. I was like, wow, my for you page. Um, yeah. Feelings. Um, I was like, I feel personally, you know, that was for me. Um, but it's true. Right. So I think that was, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Cause we don't always feel our feelings. And again, back to like societal norms, which society doesn't really like allow always for feeling feelings when you have to live in that like nine to five hustle, have kids, you know, but yeah. So I liked that. If you don't feel your feelings, you become them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so funny. I was like, your algorithm knows you. Um, you know, it's interesting not to like totally get onto this tangent because this could be a whole nother episode topic, but one thing that, um, when you were sharing about the both Erica, just now culturally, like kind of the pressure to keep kind of producing or performing or whatever it is on our daily sort of, um, responsibilities that can feel very compounded when you're going through a stressful time, especially in a part of as a part of a fertility journey, but also like in the context of, you know, exploring, um, toxins in products. I was thinking to myself when you're sharing this, that, you know, like there is a naivete around like basically the corporate agenda of like everything when you think about it, because it's like, I think there's an naivete among consumers a lot of the time, because if there's no regulations, which 
there are very few as far as if we're talking specifically with the beauty and, and um, cosmetics and personal care products industry, um, then like the bottom line is, is most of the time what is driving, you know, it's, it's profitability. It's not about necessarily protecting um, folks, consumers. And so, yes, we have to take that responsibility on to oftentimes protect ourselves when there's not laws in place to protect us. And that, that is kind of scary, but like, I don't know. I also think that like, it doesn't have to be as overwhelming it, it's it's logical in a lot of ways when you think about it and removing that aspect of naivete through education is important and it's difficult but it's also empowering it's just like i feel the same way sometimes about big food where it's like of course like certain things are going to be manufactured in a lab to hit our bliss point in the brain and in a way it also like takes away the um feeling badly about it or like the willpower aspect or the, um, the like, I don't know, just like that. It's all in the consumer's hands. Like, yes, it's incredibly powerful to have this information so that we can then, you know, vote with our dollar or support our health in a way that feels empowered. And we're not like essentially being victimized by certain industries. Um, and I, I guess I'm like, I don't know where I'm going with this, but like, I feel like aspects of this conversation kind of all illuminate that a little bit where it's like, it's very empowering to have this information. Yes, it can be overwhelming, but only good things are going to happen for you once you become more aware of it all, so long as we can manage the stress aspect of it. And I think Caitlin, the way you approach it, like a lot of people do, even with food, it's like, you don't need to be dogmatic about it. I'm not dogmatic about it, but once I started learning about certain things. It wasn't until this year. And I've, I've been aware of this for a while now where I just like decided to move to glass containers in my kitchen, but it's one more thing that long-term might have the effect and actually saves money long-term too. And I think that's something I'd love to talk about because we also talk about accessibility on this podcast. And sometimes like these wellness things can feel very expensive or whatever. And sometimes they are, but yeah, in the context of skin care, beauty care, body care products, what I've learned is yes, it might feel like a little bit more right now, but I know it felt like a whole lot were my medical bills from my cancer diagnosis and surgeries. And I'm not saying that it's necessarily one or the other, but like, I'd rather invest in just like a few key things, simplify any routine. Um, it's almost like not going into this like fast, easy sort of like, oh, here's this like, you know, whatever, $5 lip gloss, this, da, 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 but there's like all this petroleum in it or whatever it might be, something that might last longer. Maybe I buy fewer products, but I guess, I guess like, as I'm like rambling about all these sort of like insights that I'm having from this conversation, what would you say, like, just to kind of hone it in for anybody who's like, well, what, what, how do, how do I apply this to my life? What would you say as far as like, if I'm going to start with like a couple for beauty or skincare, a couple things that like, I want to start with switching or maybe spending a couple more dollars on, um, what's worth it in the beginning where, like, I know you said the fragrance thing, but like 
products specifically, is there something that, is it lipstick? Is it shampoo? Is it body cream? Like, what would you say if I had to pick one or two to start with? Where would yeah, I? So think about the things that are sitting on your skin all day. So as much as I think that we should be swapping out shampoo and cleansers and things like that, we are washing them off. Um, So I would say body lotions are a big one. And then foundation, like a lot of makeup that's sitting on your face and deodorant. And I know deodorant is hard because I know like a lot of the more non-toxic or low toxic deodorants are more expensive like the ones that work right um but i think that like you said that's an investment in your health and we all wear deodorant for the most part every single day and yeah maybe you're cutting back on some of those other fancy skincare products if you want to go more minimal i do feel like a low a low tox lifestyle can be simpler and we don't need all the things. Now, if you're really into that kind of stuff, then you're gonna be into it regardless. But if you're someone that isn't really into skincare anyway, like you don't need a four or five step regimen. You just need to swap out, you know, that face lotion, or you need to swap out that foundation or that sunscreen. Sunscreen's a huge one. So I would say deodorant, Uh, moisturizers and sunscreen and then like foundation or anything that's like sitting on your face are are probably the top ones to look at in the beginning for sure. Yeah, that makes sense. And there are a lot of really good brands out there now, and it's different than it was even a couple years ago. And, um, you know, something like, and the brands I'm about to discuss actually i don't think any of them are our sponsors i mean we do work with wonderful sponsors and we're very transparent about that too um ones we only support and believe in like actually milk and honey is a sponsor and they have a wonderful um aluminum free baking soda free actually deodorant that is very effective we talk about sometimes but there's also other brands like beauty counter which is a b corporation which is also um B Corps, if anybody doesn't know, has have to meet certain criteria, um, both like ethically, environmentally, that they basically agree to meet as a corporation so that they're like fundamentally, you can trust things that, about their practices that you might not be able to trust from other corporations. And then um, Hume is like, has been life-changing their deodorant. We uh, don't work with them, but I have to say like, their deodorant is really effective, even in those um, super, 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 super humid East Coast moments that we were talking about before the show. <laughs> you know, and and they might not be six dollars at the store, but they might be thirteen dollars, and you know, hopefully last a little while. So um, I don't know. There's just more options, and yeah. the more options there are, the more affordable it's becoming too. This episode is sponsored by Sprout Living. We are very excited to share all about our favorite new plant-based protein powders by Sprout Living. Sprout Living is delicious and we really appreciate the nourishing quality ingredients. Sprout Living protein powders are all USDA organic, vegan, grain-free, soy-free, 
gluten-free, nut-free, kosher, and non-GMO with a pumpkin seed, yellow pea, and sunflower seed protein blend that offers up to 26 grams of plant-based protein and superfoods, herbs, and spices. They offer sample packs so you can try all their delicious flavors, including original chocolate maca, vanilla lucuma, and green kingdom. What makes Sprout Living different from most plant-based powders is that they avoid the unnecessary additives that many others on the market use. That means they don't use any gums, thickeners, or natural flavoring, which isn't really natural at all. Instead, they only use real whole superfoods and adaptogens, which is cool because it makes the blends multifunctional. I love to use the chocolate maca blend with cashew butter, chia seeds, flax milk, frozen blueberries, and spinach to make a decadent smoothie that tastes just like a chocolate shake. If you want to try Sprout Living, you can save 20% off your order by using code CWPODCAST. Visit www.sproutliving.com and use code CWPODCAST, one word, to save 20% off. They also offer free shipping and a 100% money-back guarantee. Give them a try and let us know if you love it as much as we do. You can also find direct links in the show notes. This episode is brought to you by BASE. Ever wanted to figure out why you are feeling sluggish or bloated or what's really up with your stress levels or why you never feel truly rested? With BASE at-home blood work kits, a simple finger prick or saliva sample makes it easy to find out the answers to common health concerns. Whether you know which tests you wanna get started with or you need some guidance, BASE's proprietary assessment quiz makes it easy to begin your health journey empowered with an understanding of your own body. Members can measure, understand, and improve their health levels related to the five most common areas of health concerns, diet, stress, energy, sleep, and sex drive. The result of your hormone, vitamin, or nutrient tests are delivered to you through BASE's app and come with personalized recommendations, including lifestyle changes, supplement suggestions, and more. We both had the opportunity to try BASE and we love having the information at our fingertips and really recommend it as a resource. You know, we are huge proponents of advocating for your own health and BASE gives you a baseline information about yourself just to make it easier. Pricing starts at $59.95 per month or quarterly, or you can start with BASE Complete, which are eight tests up front for $450. We are happy to be able to offer our listeners 20% off with the code CWPODCAST. To get started, take the BASE quiz, which will give you a recommendation for a personalized testing plan. Visit get-base.com slash CWPODCAST to receive 20% off with code CWPODCAST at checkout. You can also find the direct link to the quiz in our show notes. Well, and that's really helpful too. Like even myself, like I'm about to run out of my um, CC cream that I don't think is the best for, um, I don't think it's low tox living, but now I'm like, oh, when I run out, let's try to find a better option. Like we're talking about. And I've found to the EWG website and their ratings have been really helpful. Like even, um, yeah, like milk and honey is great too. Sorry, but they have like a whole online boutique and I found to like, I think almost all, I don't want to say all, cause I'm not, I'm pretty sure it's all we'll find out and put that in the intro, but 
they it's, it's all hyper clean products. Like even I was buying the super goop sunscreens and I looked up their EWG rating and it's like a two, you know? So it's like, they really care, which isn't like, you know, I don't know what perfect is. Maybe you could talk about like what, because yep. it just says on EWG, it says like zero to like 10. So yep. a two is like pretty low. Um, <laughs> but I was really happy with that because I like that sunscreen and I find it goes on a little easier than maybe some of the other zinc products I've used that are like very, you know, you stay very white, um, which is great. But um, if the glow screen is a two and it's going on transparent, I'm very happy with that. Right. Like, but um yeah, I found the EWG website has been really helpful. And I'm even, like I said, inspired as I run out of my CC cream that I'm using, I'm going to look for a better option to try next. Um, so it's, yeah, like you said, it's just as we continue, um, we can replace and I try not it because it can be very overwhelming and stressful. Right. Um, but as we talked about stress is the worst thing for us. So <laughs> that, that balance of being like, we're doing our best. And as long, again, it's that education, um, that matters so much because just like with food, it just makes me so upset that so many people think they're making healthy choices or brands, you know, promote their products. Like it's one way when it isn't. And we see that a lot, like, you know, during, um, like, you know, earth month and the environmental month, like companies will greenwash all of their products. And even during pride, right? Like suddenly every company is LGBTQ plus positive for one month. Right. So it's, you, you, we really have to be our own health advocates if it's something we're interested in, because we can't always just trust what we see or read on a label to not maybe be misleading us a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that brings up a good point about the greenwashing, um, especially with personal care products, that all of the terms that are being used all over the packaging mean nothing, all of the marketing terms. So natural, organic, vegan, unless they have like certifications on them, they actually don't mean anything. And um, organic actually really in the personal care product industry, it's very different from food where it doesn't mean anything. So you can't just look at packaging. You can't just look at the terms. You really do need to learn to read ingredient labels. And that's what I really like to teach my clients is how to spot those harmful ingredients on labels because I can give you product after product that I like, but everyone has different tastes and things are changing. You're going to, you're going to want to, you know, use different things. But I do think that EWG website that Erica mentioned is fabulous. And I always recommend that everyone downloads the Healthy Living app, which is their app, because you can scan products on there. And so if you are out at the convenience store because you quickly need to grab a sunscreen, you can scan the sunscreen and it'll give you the rating and you can try to get like the better option. Like I really like to look at it as like a good, better, best because you're not always gonna have the best option accessible to you. And um, when we're talking about the ratings, so there's something called EWG Verified and that is through the EWG and you do have to, the brand does have to be paid to get verified, but they're paying for the review essentially. It doesn't mean that they're going to get the label EWG is basically saying, okay, we will now 
review you to to give you that seal um, and it's very difficult to get ewg verified you mentioned beauty counter their products across the board for the most part are phenomenal on the safety rating not all of their products are ewg verified um ewg does ding a lot of products for um essential oils because they don't know the origin of the essential oils so generally they'll just ding you right off the bat for that but I would say to try to stay in the green. So the numbers um, that are green are EWG verified through number three. And then if you do get something that's like say a four, the cool part is, is you can click through and you can see why. So it so shows you the ingredients that are toxic and what they're actually linked to. They have cancer, allergies, and one other thing on there, and you can see what they're linked to. If you're someone that's maybe not as sensitive, and it, it does end up just being like an essential oil fragrance, and for some reason it's a four because of that, you might say, you know what, I'm fine with this. Or um, it's a sunscreen, and this is my only option today, use it because you need to you know, protect yourself from the sun. Um, we're not saying to never use those, but I think it's a great resource to kind of show you the rating and then make your decision for you because again every person is different so that's what i love about that app um and when we can't always know every single ingredient on the label but you can learn you will start to learn some of them some of the key ones that you'll see and that's what i love to teach people and educate them on because then you're empowered and when you're shopping it actually becomes a little bit fun like you were saying earlier you may like look forward to getting th that new cc cream or whatever it is and know that you're using something safer for you yeah absolutely and um i was also going to say like you were talking about sometimes certain brands like Beauty Counter, for example, for the most part across the board, it's like fairly trustworthy. I know they do batch testing, but for the, a lot of brands now, I know this specifically for sunscreen too. And I was thinking about this and why like the app really comes into handy as you were sharing about being able to scan it is because it's not necessarily brand specific, whether or not the ingredients are um, maybe more beneficial than not, because there's a lot of sunscreen brands, super goop super goop included. And I know Sunbomb and brands I use some of that. They, they, some of them have started mineral lines where they are mineral based and the same brand also has ones that aren't mineral based and have more chemicals in them. So sometimes it's like, Oh yeah, I love this brand. Anything. Let me just grab. But again, it gets a little bit more complicated than that. So, um, having the app is like a super helpful tool. So thank you for sharing that. And yeah, yeah every, it's free too, right? The app's free. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So everybody get their, get their EWG app and scanners out. <laughs> if you're just curious about an ingredient too, and because say the product for some reason is not on the app because they don't have every single product, um, you can look up an ingredient. So when you get more familiar with ingredients like parabens, things mm -hmm. like that, and you're just, but you're not totally sure, oh, that looks like something that oh, I'm not sure about, you can type in the ingredient and they're more than likely going to have that. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. That's a great tool. So as we start to wrap up, it's, it's crazy. It's gone by very quickly today. And I'm sure we could talk to you about like holistic health, but I think this was like a really, I was gonna say forever, but I 
I think this is a really good um, episode with a lot of like practical ways to start on this journey for anybody who's interested, but might like feel a little overwhelmed. Um, And just to also understand like the weight in these things, both in whether you're in a fertility journey or you just want to support your own hormone health. Um, And, and that, as we know, has so many effects on all, all aspects of our body and our physical health. Um, so as we start to wrap up though, we ask our guests three questions and, um, curious what your, um, your answer is going to be for the first one. So you're a busy mom and you have lots going on. Um, what does your self-care look like on a daily basis? And do you have any non-negotiables in your day? Yeah. So I think my non-negotiable is just doing something for myself in the morning. And I don't hold myself to what specifically that is because different, if I wake up late, I might have less time. Or if I'm just not feeling that that day, like sometimes I'll wake up early and I'll get a workout in. Sometimes it's just five minutes of meditation. Um, so I do really try to lean into the meditation practice in the morning. I don't think that that's for everyone, but for me, I am a hundred percent a morning person. And one thing I'll say is for so long, especially when my kids were really little, I'd wake up late and not get up before them. And it was like this excuse to then not do anything. When in reality, you can definitely get in like five to 10 minutes somewhere in your day of that. So that's what I try to do if for some reason I did sleep in um, after I dropped them off at school, I'll you know do a walk or I'll do five minutes of meditation before I go on to the rest of my day. I love that. I love that so much. I think it's really nice to not have like the intensity or like the, like being dogmatic about what it is, but it's just something for yourself. I really, I really love that. So the next question we ask is what does being courageous mean to you? Hmm. I think, I think being courageous is getting curious you know, getting curious and standing behind your intuition. It can be really hard these days. Your intuition can often get clouded or your judgment can get clouded by so many other things that we're seeing on a daily basis, whether it's from social media or the news or friends and family and neighbor, whoever it is. Um, And something I always like to remind myself and others is that only you can take charge of your wellness. And it doesn't matter what a doctor says to you, it's your life and it's your body. Um, And if you do have children, then I would say that that's your responsibility while they're growing up as well. Um, But I think that just getting curious is honestly a very courageous move. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And then the last question we have is, do you have any recommendations um, of books or it could be a different piece of content, but just something that's meant something to you um, along your own journey? Yeah, I actually have a couple things I'll recommend just because there's been some new stuff coming up. Um, So one book that I absolutely love around low tox and especially around fertility and and health is um, it's called Countdown. 
by uh, Shauna uh, Swan, Shana Swan, and she is a researcher um, with Mount Sinai out of New York, and she just wrote an incredible book about how our fertility is declining and really in part to these environmental toxins and then has like some actionable things that you can do. So I highly recommend that book. Um, and then there recently, actually, there was a, I guess you would call it a documentary series, an investigative piece on HBO Max. And if you don't have HBO Max, I highly recommend just doing like the seven day trial to watch this. It's four episodes and it's called Not So Pretty. It is so unbelievably eye-opening, even for me who has who knew has known a lot of this. Some of the history behind certain brands is very upsetting, frankly. I mean, it's hard to not cry during this. Um, but I think I'm really happy that it was done because I think that it's educating a lot more people and opening their eyes to like what we we use and and to really shop with brands that you can trust. Mm -hmm. um, so those two things, and then just one like more like feel good thing because we talked about not being stressed, is I'm currently reading the book Heart Minded by Sarah Blondin. And if you've never listened to her meditations, they are so unbelievably beautiful. And as you read the book, she, um, she'll point you towards different meditations that she does and you can do them while you read it. It's, it's really beautiful. Mm. Thank you. Thank you for sharing all of that with us. It's been such a wonderful conversation. And if anyone wants to find you, work with you, uh, learn more about you, where can they do all of that? Yeah. So on Instagram, it's just my name, Caitlin A. David. And my website is The Healthy Squeeze. Those are probably the two main places to find me. If you are um, someone who's on a fertility journey or a new mom, um, you can also find me on the Peanut app and we can connect there as well. Thank you so much, Caitlin. It was a pleasure having you today. Great. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Courageous Wellness. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode featuring a different guest each week. Subscribe, rate, and write us a nice review. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Courageous Wellness or get in touch via our website, www.courageouswellness.net, where you can also find additional info about our health coaching services, virtual group events, newsletter, and more. Until next week, I'm Allie. And I'm Erica, and we're Courageous Wellness.